Welcome to the United States Paranormal Podcast. Sit down and buckle up for an enlightening ride through everything cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. Hello, all of my paranormal freaks out there. It is I, Golden Jay. Happy to be visiting with you in your car, living room, or fuck, you might be in the toilet right now. Or if you're J-Dub on the side of the road with a bucket, you just never know. Yeah, never know. <laughs> J-Dub's in the house. Hey. The rocker chick's in the house. Hello. And we are Team Boozers. Boozers. That's right. Boozers. Boozers. <laughs> <laughs> We're just hanging out, having a good time. Talking about uh, uh, old times and things that we've done and things we probably should have never done and probably things we will do again. (laughs) We should never tell anybody, but you know that's what we do. The behind the scenes. Maybe one of these days we'll record the behind the scenes and offer it to our listeners. Yeah, why not? (laughs) They really get to see how much of an idiot I am. (laughs) <laughs> or or some of your friends apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I how how was things going? Everything been going good? How was uh I you know, we record several episodes <laughs> in a night. So, uh how was the trip to the house? How's the it dog? It was great. Oh my gosh. Your dog scared the crap out of me though. What what do you do? I'm walking out and I can't see anything and he's black. Oh, yeah. And he was on the couch, and I'm walking to go out the door, and he starts barking, and I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Annoying. He's annoying. That that was even after I rubbed his belly. I know, right? You know, he's... Let me tell you about Ozzy. Ozzy is a spoiled diva. Hmm. I mean, he is horrible. Oh, yeah. I've been on vacation this week. So when Bobby leaves to go to work, he crawls into bed with me. Mm Mm-hmm. And that little fucker is a bed hog. And, you know, he's he a little guy. He's just a, But he's dead fucking weight. You can't move him around. It's like, you you know, you're afraid you're going to hurt him. But you're trying to move his ass over and he's just dead weight. And he just looks at you like, fuck you. I am not moving. But he's laying on his back. He's balls out. And he's just <laughs> like, huh. And then every once in a while you hear, Rrr. so you got to lean down and pet him because, you know. If not, then he'll grumble some more. And but he's and Bobby's made him that way. No, it, it's all him. It's all you. Do you ever Jay. ever hear like a? <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you want to tell this story? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're sitting there, and I don't even think the TV was on or anything. We're just playing our games on our phone. So it's nice and quiet in the house, and all of a sudden. You hear a pretty loud fart, and the dog jumps, <laughs> like, and then turns and looks at his ass, like, what the hell was that? It was loud, and it was squeaky, obviously. It was like, but it was like, you know, I claim them when I do them, and it wasn't me, and I looked at her, and she's like, nope, and we're both looking at Ozzy, and he's like looking at his ass, like, did that just come out of my ass? I have a video. My last dog... Sounded like a fucking human when she'd fart. Really? Yeah, I have a video of it. If, if you <laughs> and I can, yeah. Remind us after we're done recording. We'll have to watch that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it's just like a, a human fart. 
And then she like whips her head around and looks at her ass like, what was, was that me? Did that come from me? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, what was Dog that? farts are the worst. They're like hot in your nose. <laughs> <laughs> I like to feed him, um, you know, the spicy stuff or, you know, whatever we're, whatever we're eating that is like really gassy <laughs> just before he goes to bed because he sleeps with Bobby in her room. And, uh, you know, I do that on purpose. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I woke up one night and it's like. Does my room smell so bad? And it's like, yep, I bet the dog farted. <laughs> and it was just like, what? Listen, listeners, there is no way that that's the dog. Whatever, it was the dog. <laughs> well, it's funny, our new dog, Shasta, we have cameras in our living room facing the front door. And I'll check on her every once in a while. And you will know when she farts because her head is up in the air and she's sniffing around. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, she just farted. Oh, my odor. Hey, sometimes you're you the best be ones are your own. More room out than in, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I keep telling Bobby. But I like to share them with her when I'll be sitting there. We'll be sitting wow. on the, on the, uh, in the chairs in the living room and I'll rip a good one. Like, oh, that was so good get a whiff of that and i'll whip it over to her and she's like i don't want to smell that don't ever like, trust a fart though that's true my shirt that's true <laughs> i've had have you have you ever no i have not i will you, you know i would admit that <laughs> <laughs> shit in a bucket <laughs> i have i have had where it's like oh that's not a good thing <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know farts had chunks <laughs> Usually they're warm and wet. I think, like, I oh. think it's a metal thing. I think it's a yeah. metal thing. Yeah. You didn't tell me that women don't ever shart. Well, not me. Not me. <laughs> United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. I have got to know, are you a woman and have you ever sharted? I got to know these That's things. That's why they gave you diapers. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, once again, that is another thing that... that might be on my bucket list just one time to wear diapers just to try it have you ever i mean obviously oh. we all have when we were like babies but as adults you know you've come to train yourself to go shit or piss in the toilet but can can you find yourself wrapped in an adult diaper sitting in the chair and go i gotta piss and then just no. pee into the diaper no could you imagine Jerry wearing diapers and having a blowout out the back? That <laughs> goes up your shirt. That onesie's all fucked up. <laughs> oh, man. When did that red shirt get a brown streak up the side of it? My cheap shirt. <laughs> get out the laundry spatula. That's <laughs> That's what my husband bringing calls it. bringing back, like, bad memories of working in nursing homes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, pretty. You know what they say. You come into this world wearing diapers. You go out of this world yeah. wearing diapers. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting kind of fact. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is two episodes we talked about shit. Yeah. I mean, you know, come on. I mean, it is a thing. It in is. my household, when, when the kids come over for dinner and we sit down at the table... That is exactly what we talk about. We talk about poop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's always an amazing conversation. Yeah, and, and, and the kids will admit, you know, every time we sit down to eat, something about shit comes. Poor Sarah. She, she conversation. But my daughter, man, Montana, she jumps right in there. She's not afraid. Oh, no, not she'll, she'll. This is the kid when I call her and video chat her. 
because she lives like an hour and a half away. When I video chat her, she's nine times out of ten sitting on the toilet. <laughs> I'm like, really? The other time, she's fucking cooking food. I have to sit there and watch her chop up her fucking vegetables and shit. I'm like, why am I si- why am I sitting here watching <laughs> you cook or watching you shit? This is not really what life is supposed to be like. <laughs> does her dog lick the toilet? <laughs> I'm sure he does. <laughs> Shout out to Watson, the dog with an overbite. (laughs) He's pretty adorable. All right. Let me ask you this. Oh, God. Okay, I'm ready. ready? Are you ready? Yep. If time machines, this is for you, Colton. I know you're listening because he loves time machine talk. He loves time travel. If time machines existed, what would be the first thing that you would do? Oh, the thought process. The thought process. I would have put a garbage bag in my bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That is is one thing. (laughs) No, we're being serious here. Yes, be serious. If you could could time travel. It's so bad because mine goes to a serious thought. (laughs) You didn't think of much. Once you're, go ahead. It's all right. Oh my god, no, no, I don't want to say. Okay, mine would be I would go back and meet my grandpa that I ever met. Mm, That's a good one. Because he passed away when I would think I was two. I never met him. You know, you've all you heard all the good Mm -hmm. stories about him, and yeah, that's that was my grandpa. I wish the kids would have gotten to know him. Oh yeah, Skyler knew him a little bit, but he died when. I'm gonna say Gunner was you, a baby. You, I don't think Gunner was even born yet. I think it, you think you were pregnant for Gunner when when my grandfather passed away. Oh, okay. 1995, April 1st. It's amazing how that sticks in your head. Yes, I would have been pregnant with Gunner. Yep. Yep. Because I always remember saying, "I wish he would have yep. met Gunner." Yep. Okay, you're right. Yeah. I do remember something. Boom. All right. So what's the and if you say our wedding day to tell you to fucking run then you <laughs> no i said something serious oh okay uh, how do you know that wasn't serious maybe that was my answer go back to the <laughs> Damn, what is your answer you do your answer right? honestly uh man i would go um uh this is so stupid i would actually go back and go see randy rhodes play at a concert that's one of those things that I always wish I would have been able to see before Randy Rhodes passed away. I think that would have been an amazing concert and being Ozzy and, and Randy together. Very cool. I, I just don't know that that's anything of serious. I don't want to like change fucking time or I don't, you know, I don't want to go back and say, don't get on the airplane. Don't get on that airplane because you. Know, I don't think you, if you're time travel, you shouldn't change. You don't want to be the quantum leap guy and change. Dude, that, that fucking new show is pretty badass, isn't it? I like the new Quantum Leap. I'm a big fan of the old one. Do you ever watch the old one? No. It's, you're just too young for that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The new one's really, really good. I really like it. Yes, uh, I think so too. All right, so what would you do? Um. So I'd go back in time and spend more time with my mom and talk to her more on the phone. That's what I would do. Right on. To hopefully change the outcome. Do you realize that all three of us picked somebody who passed away to go back and 
revisit. Besides putting the bag in the bucket. Besides putting the bag. Putting the bag in the bucket. Well, that kind of worked because what she dropped smelled like it was dead. Uh, Well, the bucket did die after. It's in the landfill somewhere. I don't know. The, the idea of time travel is so is so intriguing to me and and how bad we would fuck up the the past and what it would do if we actually had it. Uh, you know, because there's no way you're not going to add that ripple effect to time by going back. Like I think about if I was go back and see Randy play, what if I took the ticket that belonged to you know, Steve Vai or somebody who was so influenced by going to that concert and seeing him that that would in fact change, you know, the, the course of music in some form or whatever. I mean, it's just, it's, it's funny to think about it that way, but so I always think I wouldn't buy a ticket. I just sneak in somehow. I'm making yeah. a fucking time machine. Yeah. I zap in there the day before and hide out in the Coliseum or just, put yourself in the coliseum so you're don't even yeah bingo in the rafters in the rafters up on yep. those little things yep. up there oh fuck have one of those. is it going to be a wrist thing you think it'd be like i can just or it'd be like hermione's little time thing or will Whatever smith's you where he has to jump off the building and Oh, from Men in Black? Black? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a DeLorean or whatever. A fucking whatever, DeLorean. Whatever you want it to be, I yeah. suppose. What would you want it to be? What would you want it to be? Let's start with you. What would you want your time <laughs> your time module to be? Something that you um, carry with you. Something I carry with a, a, a ring. A ring? Yeah. How about you, Jaden? Probably a watch. That's what I was thinking. Probably be a watch or, or just maybe like a cell phone type thing that you put in your pocket. See that that's something that you could lose. So I would say something that you would definitely. Wear you couldn't lose a ring. Mm, you couldn't lose your watch. Not losing, not losing that kind of stuff. You know what I want? If I'm building a fucking time machine with a thing, I'm gonna have it built into my arm. That way, oh, you yeah. don't lose it. There you go. Yeah, it's a module, like that new guitar I got. And it's built-in module. Like the COVID shots. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. Popped into my head. It's like, woo! There we go. <laughs> uh, for all of those people running around with trackers in them now, <laughs> maybe you can time travel. <laughs> push a button. Push something. Somewhere. Maybe that was why they're putting it in there so people could time travel. Move your middle finger back two notches, and maybe you'll go somewhere. <laughs> oh, middle finger. Nope, still here. <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't get the shot. Son of a bitch. Did you get the shot? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. Well, I think it's kind of not, I mean, it's not funny, but um, all the people I know that have got the shot have got COVID recently. So, yeah. anyway. Oh, yeah, COVID's coming back. Watch out. Chiefs won the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. It's just a matter of time before the world shuts down again. That's what eh, happened last time. It is, but I don't. I think we're we're safe this time. All right. I think we're safe. <laughs> J. W. Are we safe? Never. Never. Which reminds me, I was going to ask you, um, what's your feelings on uh, the UFO they shot down in Alaska? Oh God, I heard a lot about it. Yeah. My husband follows all that shit. So I would have fucking shot it down the first time I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> but did they ever say what it was? Was it no, it's an actual metal. Uh, it was an actual metal uh, object. It looked hmm. like uh, it kind of looked a little bit like a 
small subway car or maybe like a Volkswagen bug. It was kind of rounded. And... Oh, yeah. Blimp? No, not the blimp. <laughs> maybe a little bit. No. So where is it? Where, I mean, Area 51. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's someplace I'd like to visit. Maybe we time travel into Area 51. Ooh. Oh. See all the aliens? Nope. You guys pods. can go. No. No yeah, thanks. J-Dub does not, not like aliens. She likes paranormal, not aliens. I did see a thing, uh, and it was that guy that was um, part of that four-person team that used to do the invest the factor fake or whatever, mm-hmm. the lead guy, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, he just did an interview with Eisenhower's uh, great-granddaughter, and she said that... <laughs> the President Eisenhower actually had a treaty with aliens for uh, uh, human abduction in order for some technology and some other different resources and stuff like that. But they say that they actually met with him and they shook on it. Oh, jeez. And it would have been the same time frame where like people were saying they were being abducted. Yes. Probed. Probe. Is that what is that what you fear about aliens? Is you're gonna get probed? No. What she <laughs> ladies are done with a look on her face right now. No. We all know Jeremy wouldn't get probed. His butthole's like I don't know. I know, right? <laughs> Nothing tight. falls out of that. It's tight. It's tight. <laughs> oh. oh my god. So yeah, what is your what? I, don't, I don't know. Any this might sound bad, but like deformities scare me like hills have eyes i can't watch that movie because that scares the shit out of me and aliens when i was little i would watch unsolved mysteries with my grandma and it was always aliens right and there's one where this little girl was in bed and this big flash of light and then she was gone and that night it had been raining really bad and i had a roof roof lake in my bedroom and i'm sleeping and all of a sudden my ceiling all the plaster <gasps> caved in and i thought aliens were fucking coming <laughs> after me so it was a childhood and, experience yes. gotcha. and yeah i can't nope and i've seen a couple of ufos and i just i can't do it fuck them <laughs> <laughs> fuck you go away fuck i you. don't i don't know that i have anything that Fuck you wise, but uh, <laughs> my thing is a lot of water and sharks, big fish. I, oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not. If, if if I can't see what's in the water, I don't want to be in exactly. the water. <laughs> That's my phobia. And I don't, I, yeah. I feel that. Mine's shitting in public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I mean, I I would love to see a UFO. I would love to meet a uh, extraterrestrial. I think it would be awesome. I mean, I don't know that I want to get probed. Obviously, I can't get probed. (laughs) Buckers tight. (laughs) But uh, um, I don't know. I think it would be a great experience. I mean, that I should put that on my bucket list. Well, how do you know you haven't already met one? Um, I don't know. That's that's true. I mean, you know, if they have the little clicker thing like the Men in Black do, how do they not uh, they wipe your or memory? Or they, you know, they're in a pod, like human body pod. Oh, that's a good point. I have met a couple people that I've wondered about. 
<laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you know a couple of those people, I'm sure. Oh, you? yeah. Do you think maybe? Every other person I meet. I Every think. other person yeah, you meet. Could be an They're alien. fucking alien. Do we have... Wait a second. Time out. Do we have a possible test that we could do on these people to see? Hmm. Think about that. Hmm. I need to know what it is. I know. Anybody, United States Paranormal at gmail.com. Is, is there a test, something you can say, you can do that, you know, won't get you arrested and sent to jail for, you know, uh, I stuck my finger in their ear or <laughs> up their butt or, you know, something, you know. And it just, can't be naked. Great. Okay. It can't be naked. <laughs> uh, is there something that, you know, some sort of physical or mental test you can give somebody to see if they're mm. an alien i'm sure i am 100 percent sure that some of our united states of paranormal listeners know an answer to that question yeah somebody has to somebody I'm going. I'm going back to like old shows. Like you remember the show V or something. Oh yeah, they v. had some sort of test they did on to see if you were human or alien on that show. I'm almost positive, but I don't know why. But Nanu Nanu <laughs> just popped into my head. <laughs> nanu uh, Nanu. Shaz <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about. Um, there was a movie that uh, Colton and his buddy. Uh, Jake talked about and and they've talked about in a couple different episodes of the Call Guys and I can't think of it but Roddy Roddy Piper was the main guy and he had a pair of glasses oh, he and could see. yeah he could see and I, there was a clip on Facebook out of fucking nowhere the other day of that where he was walking down the street looking at magazines and then he'd take the glasses off and it was you know the when he had the glasses on it said obey and things like that and the signs the billboards all said something like obey or Hmm. Different stuff like that, but um, so maybe he could see reality with his glasses and on, yeah. And then he saw what everybody else saw in the you know, in the matrix. You know, we're back there, you could go to that. There we go. Are we actually living in the matrix? And we're actually living in hell, but if we had a pair of those fucking <laughs> yeah, when we die, I think and that is my theory. I think we're actually in hell now. right now, but anyway, um, we have a pretty good hell. We do. <laughs> if we had those glasses, we could definitely tell who's an alien, who's mm-hmm. not. So listen, anybody got any of those highlights where I can order one of those pairs of X-ray glasses out of the back? I need to, I need some of those. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember those when you were a kid? You're too young. <laughs> shut, shut your face. <laughs> do you remember those? You could buy like, uh, you know, the sea monkeys and X-ray glasses I out of the back. I do remember sea monkeys, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what book it was in. Was it in highlights or was it in um, just old comic books? I think just old comic books. I think the original, Where they yeah, had the, the like the little, glasses. yeah, like the red and red and. They blue. weren't no, there no, weren't they 3D, 3D glasses. glasses. They were they were X-ray glasses. You could probably pick them up at still novelty stores and shit like that now. But who was knows? it when you were listening to Little Orphan Annie on the radio? It was. Yeah, when we sat down every Saturday night at seven o'clock, when Little Orphan Drink Annie, your Ovaltine, yeah, it's exactly it. <laughs> it was, and we lit the candles because you know there was no fucking electricity. Wait, no, we listened to the radio. We cranked it. <laughs> <laughs> Get oil lamps. Ah, oil lamps. 
Ah, the good old days. Yeah. Coming to you live from Golden Jazzy J. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, enough to talk about aliens, to shit, and probing. Um, J Dub hey. has got a story for us this week. I'm excited. I don't even know what your story is this week. Oh, it's a surprise. It's a surprise. I like surprises. Uh, sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all surprises, all good until you're sat on a fucking chair in front of everybody and made to open your depends. It's not a good time. <laughs> Take it away. All right. So we are going to be going. Out to Colorado. Ooh. Oh, I like Colorado. And sorry, anybody that I butcher these, this town or any of the other stuff in this. You know, I didn't read Harry Potter because I couldn't pronounce <laughs> the names because you know we got the book before. Yeah. The movies. Yep. And I started to read it, and I'm like, put it down after like the fifth page because I didn't know how yeah. to say. Yeah. Were you like, why did they call that girl hemorrhoids? Yeah. <laughs> What the hell? Is, how do you say that? I said, screw it. I'm not reading it. I'll wait for the movie. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. I understand. So you're all good. <laughs> so we are going to visit the Stanley Hotel. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. So today, the Stanley Hotel is a large stately lodge that overlooks the mountain town of Estes Park, Colorado. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Huge. Huge. Um, before the hotel and town were established here. Estes Valley was a tranquil landscape with mountains, streams, and meadows that Udi and Arapaho tribes called home. Um, The Stanley Hotel's origin story began when inventor Freeland Oscar Stanley, stricken with tuberculosis, traveled to the valley in hopes of getting his health back. Some tell this part of the hotel's origin story differently and claim that Stanley was so ill that he was convinced he'd die from, from consumption and was intent on doing it in a beautiful place. Well, no, that falls into play with everything we talked about. The, the early days of tuberculosis was a lot of uh, sunlight and fresh air was what they thought the mm-hmm. treatment should be. Mm-hmm. Yep. And why not do it in Colorado? Yep. It's pretty. Yeah. They had pot back in those days. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> But I could have healed him. Yeah, yeah. maybe. You Smoke never know. the weed, dude. <laughs> Smoke the ganja. You gotta Smoke bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But after just one summer, his health was indeed restored, which he credited to the fresh air and abundant sunshine. Boom. Yeah, fresh yeah. air. Alongside his wife, Flora, Stanley made plans to build a large hotel in Estes Valley that would feature the grandeur and Edwardian of the East Coast establishments, but in a rustic Western setting. When the hotel opened in 1909, guests marveled at the giant structure in front of them. It was surrounded by wilderness, but somehow featured electricity, telephones, modern bathrooms, a maid and cooking staff in professional uniforms. Modern bathrooms. Modern bathrooms. No buckets. <laughs> uh, for decades, the Stanley was seen as a pos- posh, exclusive Mountain West destination that provided a restful, rejuvenating break for busy East Coast lifestyles. 
Yeah, because if you can imagine, it's pretty fast going in the east, and in the <laughs> west, it was kind of still kind of slow. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, by the 1970s, <clears throat> the hotel had fallen into despair due to years of neglect and lack of investment and had become a shell of its former self. The Stanley easily could have been demolished and had it not been for a bizarre and fateful string of occurrences involving a now famous, world famous author and his famous nightmare that took place in a room called 217. 217. 217. So, room 217. (laughs) (laughs) In the 1970s, Author Stephen King was working on The Stand and living in Boulder, Colorado. One weekend, him and his wife, Tabitha, traveled an hour north to Estes Park for the weekend away from their children. We all know when you that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. King explained that the Stanley Hotel was open on its last day of the season when he and Tabitha arrived looking for accommodations. He quotes... It was their last day of the season. Everybody was leaving and nobody was coming in. We said, can we check in? King's Hood. Is that, his, is that an exact replica to his voice? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they would be the only guests in the large hotel that night, and King recalled hearing the wind whistling outside the room. After a night at the restaurant and bar, the couple retired to room 217. Bum, bum, bum. So, dinner, drinks, you know, uh-huh. you get full belly, mm-hmm. little, go sleep. Little bow chicka bow wow, maybe. I mean, you're away from the kids. Come on, yeah, you that's know. True. So he's probably tired. Maybe a little probing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pump <laughs> <laughs> In a nightmare, King dreamed of a coiled fire hose coming to life and chasing his screaming son as he ran down the halls of the hotel. After waking in a panic, King lit a cigarette and stared out the windows. By the time he had finished the cigarette and gone back to bed, the rough outline of The Shining was fully formed in his mind. Nice. Yeah, that that movie's scary. Yeah. Um, Jack Nicholson is amazing. Oh, my God. Those (laughs) eyebrows. The Stanley's connection to King and the terrifying night that inspired The Shining are the hotel's most famous and influential creepy occurrence. But strange and reported paranormal happenings had been reported in the hotel long before the 1970s. Some specifically... 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 God damn it. Excuse me, Lord. Specifically. Okay, screw it. In room 217. Take the night of June 25th, 1911, for example. Okay. After the valley experienced a flood, the two-year-old hotel's power went out for the first time. Freeland Stanley, the original owner, took it upon himself to install gas lanterns in each room to provide the guests with a light. I remember when he called me about getting those. (laughs) (laughs) And a leak caused a buildup of gas to form in room 217. Oh. Yeah. Can you imagine? I think those would. Yeah. I would know, Jeremy. Yeah, they did. They did a lot. It was very common. Would you be able to smell that? No, 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 no. 
Right. Okay. <laughs> it's like carbon monoxide. You, you smell just, like a dog fart. <laughs> you just don't smell, yeah. No, we can smell the dog's farts. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we get a J Dub all jacked up. She's trying yeah. to read her story. <laughs> the, he- the head chambermaid, Elizabeth Wilson, entered the room with a lit candle and set off a massive explosion. Wilson miraculously survived and was. Launched from the room's entrance to the dining hall located on the first floor. So, oh wow, yeah. And esti- wait, 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 how did wait how did that happen? We're talking, we're talking about room two seventeen. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's on the second floor. The dining hall was on the second floor. No, on the first floor. So was she like go over her. the over yeah. the like ba- was there like a balcony or something? It she didn't was? say, but I'm guessing. I would think there, there would, would have been something right that blew her through the wall. Oh fuck me, that would suck. Know, yeah. But she, wow, yeah. okay. she survived. Hey, that's true. So it must not have been a really a supporting wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if she just opened the door, she might have. I mean, if the rooms were right there, there was like a balcony and. But you did say the dining hall was on the first floor, right? Right. She's on the second floor. Right. So she out. Okay, off the balcony. Off the balcony. Slides. Because it was massive, so maybe like, you know how they have the big front lobby area, dining area, bar stuff like that, and then you can go up these big stairs, and there's just railings, and there's still rooms there. Maybe it was like that. All I can think of is the Titanic stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Leo. (laughs) Here in Vaughn. Oh my God. Whoa. <laughs> Wherever you are. Okay. Um, an estimated 10% of the hotel wasn't as lucky, and one observer reported seeing a bathtub fly up in the air during the blast. That'd be a big blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After waking up from the coma, Wilson returned to work in 1913 and remained employed by the hotel until 1950. Wow. This is where Wilson's story should end, but it doesn't. According to some hotel guests and staff, her spirit is still is said to still inhabit rooms 217, but reports claim that she's typically more helpful than scary. Guests have shared stories of waking up to a room that was tidier than the night before with their clothes folded and suitcases organized. Holy shit. I'd want chocolate on my pillow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want a ghost chocolate? Yeah, I mean, I do. come on. I mean, is that really what you want? Do you want to eat a ghost chocolate? Well, it's chocolate. But is it real? He's <laughs> like, you unwrap it, and you put it in your mouth, and then there was nothing there. It's like cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pickle. <laughs> a pickle. God. <laughs> that would be a shocker, wouldn't it? Like, I got chocolate. Oh, fuck, it's a pickle. Uh-huh. <laughs> God. You are Ada. <sighs> Weird. One couple told a staff member at the Stanley that their bed was more or was made around them during the night with them still inside. Nice. Hmm. I'm getting just tucked in. I know, right? It's cozy. Cocoon. But take note. If you're considering if you're considering staying in this famous hotel and aren't married, you may not have the most restful night if you choose to stay in room te- seven, 217. Good Lord, I can't talk. <laughs> Unmarried couples have reported a chilly presence settling into bed with them as they slept. Oh, uh, three-way. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, everybody look cold, right? Probably I mean, cold. you know, yeah. she just wants to get warmed up. Yeah. Come in between them. Yeah. They're not married. They might go. They might swing that way. She doesn't know. 
Do they have an upside down pineapple in front of their room? I don't know. Maybe some flamingos? <laughs> <laughs> Stanley died in 1940 at the age of 91. But like Wilson, many believe his presence can still be seen and felt at the hotel, mainly at the bar and in the billiard, billiard room. Can't pronounce anything. Pool, pool room. The pool room. Oh, the no. pump house. The pump house. <laughs> um, the phantom of his wife Flora has a liking for tinkering around on the hotel's piano, according to multiple accounts. Um, some hotel tour guides believe a ghost of a child wandering the property and plays with guests' hair, and guests on the fourth floor of the Stanley have shared stories of hearing children's laughter in the hall with no one to be found. And that's kind of creepy, you know, when you watch The Shining and those two little girls are standing. Mm-hmm. Hi. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> riding their tricycle. Or he, the little boy's riding his tricycle. Yeah. Yeah. Been a while. Yeah, yeah but he's, he wa- rides around and then stops and then they're right there in yep, front yeah. of him. Yep, yep. Uh, Rachel Thomas, a tour supervisor for the Stanley Hotel, claimed she was mysteriously made ill on the fourth floor. Creepy happenings like these have made the hotel an internationally famous hotspot for supposed hauntings, and it's been featured on popular ghost themed shows like Ghost Adventures and Ghost Hunters. I've actually seen those shows when they went there. It's right pretty on. creepy. Um, there is an on-site pet cemetery where some of the owner's animals have been laid to rest over the years. Cassie, a friendly golden retriever, is said to still deliver newspapers and scratch at the doors to be let in from outside despite being buried on the grounds. That, I think that's the worst. Uh, out of all these videos and shit that I watch on YouTube and all that, the, where the doors or people are knocking on them or the handles are, those are the ones that get me the most, I think. Yeah. Because then they walk up and they open the door. I mean, you, they walk up and this fucking just rattle and they grab it and open. There's nothing there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the dog might be cute because, you know, I, Ozzy does the same thing, scratches on the door when he wants to come in, but that might be cute, but it might be still a little bit disturbing. Yeah, my dog, when she has to go out, she scratches the door. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's also a large cave system that's located under the, under the hotel. Why would they need caves? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, the reason is that in the early days of the Stanley, it was seen as unprofessional for the staff to be seen by the guests. It's Employee entrance. Yeah. Yep. So employees <laughs> use the underground <laughs> pathways to travel between rooms and the hotel's bar, restaurant, and laundry facilities. The ghost of a pastry chef is said to haunt the caves as evidence, evidenced by the alluring and inexplainable scent of baked goods that are frequently reported there. I would like that. I, like I, I know. Would you, wouldn't you mind? You if it mind smells like bread, me. Jeremy's following it. <laughs> <laughs> Garlic bread for me, I'd be there. Yeah. Uh, room 401 is, according to some, the creepiest room in the hotel and is thought to be haunted by an unfriendly male ghost by some accounts. Women have claimed that they were inappropriately touched by an unknown presence while standing in the room's closet. Oh. Hmm. Inappropriate. Nothing, nothing like getting touched in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Just get out of there. Get out of that closet. I don't know. I asked for it and I still got told no. <laughs> <laughs> One man claims he witnessed his wedding ring 
unexplainably move from a bathroom counter and fall down the drain of the sink to the sink in the bathroom. I don't, I can't picture that. Off and then down. It was like on a shelf or was it on the side of the sink? It was on the side of the sink. Yeah. He witnessed it move from the bathroom, or no, the counter and fall down the drain in the sink. Yeah. It probably Hmm. just got slid over. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Down the hall in room 407, multiple guests have reported the odd experience of being tucked into bed by some invisible force, and others have felt someone sit on the foot of their bed only to find nothing but an indentation mm-hmm. on the covers when they switched on the light. Hmm. Uh-huh. I've, I've seen that before, too. I bet. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> In room 428, some have seen the vision of a cowboy looming over the bed as they slept or standing in the corner. There aren't any rooms above this room, yet over the years, there have been multiple reports of strange sounds like furniture being moved and footsteps from the ceiling. Why would there be a cowboy? They're in the West. Do you think he just died on the property randomly? That just seems a little odd for a cowboy to be there. I mean, I understand when the... When was it open? Uh, early. 1970? It opened in 1909. I don't know. I'm just saying, it just seems odd that there'd be a cowboy. The pastry ship, I totally understand. The the maid and all that totally makes sense. But why a cowboy? The land was... It had Indians oh. and... Cowboys and Indians. Maybe they built the on the, on a cowboy's grave. Maybe they built a place on a cowboy grave. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you know, cemeteries you just pop up everywhere. <laughs> sometime yeah, in the middle of forest. Marked, yeah, because if you think about it, when you go out in the woods, well, sometimes I think about it. I'm like, I wonder if somebody's buried here. No. You nope. never know. Never thought about that when <laughs> no? I was in the Now he's going down now. <laughs> like, yeah, Every I will. Every time he talk, you. stops to take a break. <laughs> Am I standing on somebody's grave? <laughs> yeah. What am I taking a break from? Hey, every I time you walk around Indianapolis from now on, you're going to be like, was there a graveyard here before? Oh, yeah, that's a good people point. Yeah. Yep. Shit, center, center. Yeah. There used to be a graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> Drive on the highway. There used to be a graveyard here. Yeah. I mean, with all the Indians and everything. and Yeah. Sure, there stuff. was probably... We've, co- we've covered a lot yeah. of stories that end up in the the Bell Witch was one of them. They they think that they actually emanated from an ancient uh, Indian burial ground. I say in one word. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You should go back and listen to my Bell Witch. Story. I've been trying to slowly go back and listen to these. <laughs> uh, please continue. That was it? That was pretty You're much done? all I could okay. find, yeah. Okay. I mean, I I have family that have been there, and they said they did the ghost tours and stuff, and they never really... It was... Nothing really ever happened, there. did yeah. it? Yeah. You know, we, we've done the same thing. The Hotel Galvez was the same thing. It was supposed to be this extremely haunted, and it might very well be, but when we were there, nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. Except the lights in the bathroom kept going out. Yeah. Well, that was you. <laughs> anyways I, th- I i honestly think it's it's certain people that you know are more open to it that they 100 percent 
I agree. Okay, so J-Dub, you, with your experience of living in the house that you lived in, have you had experiences in other places that you've gone to visit? I know you're kind of done some things, but have you had experiences in places that you've gone Yeah. besides the house? Yes, I have. They haven't been like huge, like sea people or anything, but um, we did a walkthrough of the jail in Columbia City, Uh and now it's a haunted attraction, and it was closed when we were there, and we were on the third floor that he had never opened for anybody, and we were just sitting up there talking, and my sister-in-law was next to me, and we're sitting on the floor, and something like smacked her leg, and she goes, why'd you do that? I go, I didn't. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was sitting like to the left of her, and the, the smack was on her right leg. And I was like, if I had done that, I would have had to lean over you and twist my arm this way and smack you. <laughs> yeah. See, now for us, we've never, in, we've been to places uh, and never had experiences. Um, I truly believe that Alicia is has that attraction to her, I, too. I think that she goes... If she would go into places like that, the, the activity would be very strong, honestly. I mean, I just think that's that's the kind of person she is. She's got that, I don't know, attraction to her, I guess, that the, the spirits would go to Well, they her. say if somebody has an ability that usually spirits are drawn to them to try to communicate. Right. <laughs> that does make sense. Yeah. But so, yeah... Uh, with your with the people you know that went out there, I can understand if they're not uh, kind of on that edge, then mm-hmm. it would never. I I think that if we would go, we wouldn't have any experience either. No, because I like I said, we're. I mean, we might be looking for it, but we're not open minded enough to see it. You know what I mean? We would just. I not. it's weird. I don't. I don't even understand it because I want to see it. I'm open to seeing it, but I just, I mean, you know, you get flashes and different things, you know, things that don't make sense and probably could be explained. So I don't know. Well, if you ever want to go out there, you need to stay in room 217, 401, 407, or 428. So this place is now closed. It's just an abandoned building. No, or are they it's still yeah, it's going? in full operation. It's beautiful. The Shining probably totally revived that as far as as far oh, as that. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. So uh, I guess another question, and, and it's not really part of your research or whatever, but you said there was a pet cemetery on the property. Do you suppose that's where pet cemetery came from? Him probably. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen King, man, is a weird motherfucker. He has he got just a comes mind. Up with, yeah, he comes up with, you know, one little thing happening and then he writes this whole... It's more creative than I could ever be. Do you yeah. suppose... You said he lit a cigarette and he stared out the window and by the time that he was done with the smoke... He had the whole outline of The Shining done. Do you suppose it was coming to him? That, it could have been, You know yeah. what I'm saying? is like it was just... And that's why he drug his wife to this hotel that was closing for to yeah. stay in it. He knew he would be the only person there and wanted to experience it. Maybe he was actually going to murder her. Maybe. Here's okay. Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that story, man. That's a great story. I love it. Thanks. Good job. I've always been like a horror movie nut. And The Shining is one of my favorites. And I'm always like, I want to go out to that hotel. And 
then they did a remake for Made to TV, and it was kind of like, Bleh. right? Yes. And but I still would like to go out there. I'm trying to think that the you said there was you said something about the stand. He was working on it. He was working on it when he went there. Did they do a? They do an original and then and a TV app adaptation, or was the TV one that was like seventeen nights or whatever? It was like really really long. He did a lot of those. Yeah, because I know, uh, was it Rose Red was a made for TV. Right on. And it was like seventeen million episodes, episodes long. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I have read some uh, Stephen King book. Uh, I've read a couple of them. And to be honest, uh, the endings are always so disappointing. <laughs> you know, you got this great story, great story, and then it's like, I need to tie it all up in this last two pages. And you're like, well, that didn't make any sense. But yeah. He always left it kind of open so he could, he could add build on to the story it. if he needed to, I think. Yeah. And have you ever, have you watched the prequel to The Shining or the sequel to The Shining? Yeah. Sequel. No. Called Dr. Sleep. That was pretty good. He wrote that too. Really? It's about uh, Danny as he's as after he's grown up oh really yeah that's pretty good i have not seen the shining for a very 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 long time i think i was still pretty young when i actually i'm not even sure i watched the entire thing but i know i i've seen the majority of it but um uh for those uh that don't know i'm a big 30 seconds to mars fan for the song the kill they did that. I, was that the Stanley that they I were in? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know that it was based, the whole video idea was based on The on the Shining. I didn't know if they actually went to the Stanley and filmed it, but man, that's that's what got me into video production and, and my my uh, hobby of that was from that video and how all that stuff happened and what a great video. Mm-hmm. 30 Seconds to Mars to Kill. Go 30 Seconds to Mars. Yes, Kevin. I love, I love Jared Leto. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I actually, where's my? Uh, you got your Patty Mahomes down I do. there. Figure Jared Leto's. Jared Leto's in the house. house. Oh, <laughs> we have a whole slew of those from that party. Uh, the little <laughs> little sticks and faces. So Jared Leto's one of them. Yeah, I I love Thirty Seconds to Mars. But anyway, that's not has anything to do with this. But uh, yeah, Stephen King, just an oddball character. That's for damn sure. Oh yeah. And how he comes up with his stories, it's just... He might be smoking the marijuana. Or something. From Colorado. peyote. Do you get the peyote? That's out there in Arizona. That's right next door, That's isn't close, it? That's close, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. go to the desert and do peyote. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was better than seeing Stephen King roll in uh, in the Sons of Anarchy rolling on that Harley as the cleaner. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King. Or like in John Wick, I need a reservation for 12. I missed that. Was he in the John Wick? I missed it. No, but oh. you said he was the cleanup or cleaner, and it just made me think of John Wick when oh, he killed all right. those people, and he right. makes a phone call, and he's like, yes, I need to make a reservation for 12. Gotcha. And these guys show up to clean the dead bodies right right i remember that now they got a new one of those coming out uh speaking of off topic that i want to go see i want to go see the machine burt kersher 
and his story. Do you know who Burt Kersher is? No. He's a comedian and always takes his shirt off. He's kind of a fat guy like me and just takes his shirt off when he does his comedian. No. Put that on your list of things to do. Look up Burt Kersher, the uh, uh, the machine. It's okay. a comedy. It's a comedy stand up, and they, he's got a new movie coming out based on this comedy stand up from twelve or whatever years ago, and it looks fucking hilarious. And I want in badly. I think it comes out in May. Okay. Put that on your list of shit to do. You don't want to see Cocaine Bear? Um, no, I think Logan is totally down for Cocaine Bear. Uh, are you going to go see it? No. Are you, are you going to watch it when it comes out Probably. next month on streaming services? Probably. Because it tanks so bad at the fucking oh box God. office. Isn't it based on a true story? Or it's a true story? It might be. I don't know. I idea. think my husband likes to look up all that stuff. And I think he said it was that the bear went on this rampage after he had eaten a bunch of coke because it wasn't cut right and then he pa- he died well yeah and i don't think the bear can handle that uh especially if he eats a whole block but yeah from my understanding just on the tr- on the trailer pictures he is still looking for more and he's yeah, he's addicted <laughs> and he wants more <laughs> why not <laughs> oh all right that's great. I can't wait. Uh, I don't know that I'll watch Cocaine Bear. I don't know if I can do it. Are you are, are Sean going to take it to go see it? I don't want to see it. I'm not going to pay 20 bucks for us to just, me just to see a movie. I'll right watch on. it at home. There you go. Well, I'm telling you, go check out The Machine for when that movie comes out. It's freaking okay. Bert is funnier than fuck. I love Bert. Well, anyways, very nice job. Thanks. I love I love she it. She always has that look of like. Oh, we always talk about it after the episode airs, after I edit it, and then after it airs, she always like, well, that wasn't so bad. No, it was great. You did a great job. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> there, that's better. That's about it. <laughs> All no right. No look of doubt. Do what? I said no look of doubt. No, no, no. You know what? Um, We're just here having fun, so it's all good. Yeah. Our listeners love us. <laughs> kiss, kiss. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening to the United States of Paranormal Podcast. Me, the rocker chick, J-Dub. We very much appreciate you tuning into this week's episode. And like I said, if you have a story you want us to look into or a place that you think we ought to go, like the Stanley, uh, email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. And don't forget, we got merch. We got merchandise on our uh, page, the United States of... <laughs> I'm get all confused. <laughs> Did I do the Gmail? United States of Paranormal, yeah, gmail.com. Did I do that? Or did I mess that up? I don't know. I forgot. That's okay. <laughs> Go check out our merch at theunitedstatesofparanormal.com. Uh, just click on the link there that says merchandise. It's got some great t-shirts on there. You'll love them. And go hats. get one. And hats. Yep. Uh, Matt just got the hats on there a few weeks ago. So go order a hat and a shirt. And you never know. We might get more merch coming here soon, hopefully. So if you want a pint glass, you can go to the merchmausoleum.com. There's still some of the old pint glasses on all the on the old merchandise site. Uh, just because the new one doesn't offer those. And we like to keep them around because they're really fucking cool. Get one with a golden oldies on it. 
And if yeah. you get something, make sure you take a picture and tag us in it. Ooh, yes. yes. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Jump on Facebook. Put that picture up. Tag us in the United States Paranormal. And if you like the United States Paranormal and you want to branch out and maybe listen to some murder or some places to go eat after you commit murder or, uh, you know, <laughs> these are these are possibilities. Uh, check out all the other podcasts in the Golden Mojo Empire, which includes on Mondays, The Call Guys with Chico Noise and Vanilla Thunder. Uh they talk pop culture, so they do top ten lists and and uh, stuff like that. It's it's great. It's a great they listen. Give you a hard time. Yeah, they always like to give the emperor a hard time. That's all right. All the podcasts like to give the emperor a hard time. Uh, if you're just looking for something to do around Northern Indiana area, go check out Golden Image Podcast, uh, where we go do things. So you'll want to go do things. We go to breweries. We go to restaurants. We go to amusement. No, we don't go to amusement park. <laughs> uh, we go to pub. We go golfing. We go miniature golfing. We just go have fun, and then we come back and tell you all about it. So you'll want to go do these things and have fun. Uh, of course, Wednesdays is uh, for the United States Paranormal. Thursdays, uh, Indiana Chiefs fans podcast. Right now, you have to go back and re-listen to the entire season as the Chiefs make their way to Super Bowl Fifty Seven and fucking kick the Eagles' ass. Because we are on hiatus until season number two coming sometime probably August. So, Also, on Fridays then, if you're into murder and you like to hear about true crime, check out The Murder Nerds. Ashton and Alicia bring you stories from all over the United States and sometimes Zimbabwe about murder. You don't think so? I don't think you've ever been to Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. <laughs> and also, all comes out on Friday, A Court of Books and Booze with the Skywalker, Miss Jess, and Amanda, where they go into the basement with a bottle of hooch and tell you about a book that they just finished reading. Definitely worth the time. So, it is your basement book club. And that is the Golden Mojo Empire right there, everybody. Thank you for all the support, all of the listeners. Uh, if you've gone and listened to the United States Paranormal and then moved on and done some of the other podcasts, I really do appreciate it. And thank you, everybody, for all the listens and all the love. Yes. Yeah, guys, thank guys, you very much. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> and thank you for bringing the girls in and making them feel at home. We get a lot of good comments uh, uh, about, you know, the girls taking over Alicia's spot when we had to first year when she left. So you guys have done a great job and I thank you very much for coming in and putting the effort in and having a good time and telling us about how you like to shit in a bucket. So yeah, <laughs> next time I got to put a bag in there though. <laughs> live and learn, live and learn. All right, guys, until next time, we'll see you on the other side. Bye. Bye. To support other Golden Mojo Entertainment Productions, check out Golden Image Podcast, The Call Guys, and Murd Nerds wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. To see photos and find new episodes of the United States of Paranormal, follow us on our social media, Twitter at T-U-S-O-P-P-O-D, or Instagram at the United States of Paranormal, and Facebook 
the United States of Paranormal. If you have a place that you'd like us to look into or would like to share your spooky story that we can read on the air, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com.